This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, covering management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for growing your law firm. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Alexandria, Egypt. We took the train down here to what is described as a smaller city. We left Cairo, which has a population of, oh, about 10 million in the city, 20 million in the greater metropolitan area. And we left Cairo to come down here to Alexandria, to this smaller town. The smaller town turns out to have about 5 million people. So I wouldn't really describe it as a small town. It's a big city with big history, and we've been spending a lot of time exploring this part of the country. It's time for your tech tip. This tip ought to be to use a password manager. I talk to way too many lawyers who even now are not using a password manager and they're memorizing passwords and they're using the same passwords over and over again. Don't do that. Use a password manager. I use one password. I like it. There are lots of good products in this space. Lots of folks like LastPass and there are many others. I have more than 800 unique passwords in one password and all of them are a mix of letters and numbers and symbols, and they're all 30 or more characters long if the site will permit that length of password. And it was years ago setting this up, kind of a hassle to get it all organized, but it protects you. And once you've set it up, it's done for a lifetime. It's worth the effort. You get it organized, you get it done, and you're good to go. And so I'm going to assume that you, loyal listener, have set up such a system a long time ago. So setting up a password manager is not going to be your tech tip for today. Today's tip is simpler. It's easy. It'll take you five seconds and failing to do what I'm about to suggest to you could lead to you losing lots of money. The odds are good that you are using a password manager and that you have memorized at least three passwords. One is your password for your password manager. You need that password to access all of your other passwords. You also likely know the password for your computer and for your phone, and the odds are good that those two passwords are the same. And then finally, you have memorized your ATM password, the bank money machine password. You know how to get some cash if, for some reason, you need to get some money out of the bank. Now, the odds are also good, unfortunately, and that's why we're talking about this right now, that you are using your ATM password, that four-digit PIN code, as your phone password. It's pretty likely that you're using whatever that number combination is, 7106 or whatever, as both your ATM password and as your phone password. It's also possible, maybe likely, that you're also using that same four-digit or six-digit code as your home burglar alarm passcode. Am I right about that? If that's what you're doing, if you're using that ATM password as your phone password and potentially as your home alarm password, change them to unique passwords. They're short, so they're easy to remember. At a minimum, stop using your phone password for anything other than your phone. You know how they tell you when you're at the ATM machine to cover your hand so that no one can see the digits that you're typing? Well, you're typing that same code over and over again in public when you're 
doing it on your phone. You do that all the time. And thieves who have half a brain know that you're using that same code on your ATM card. So if they get a hold of your ATM card, they know your code. This is a really simple thing to change. Just change it a little bit, but use a distinct code on your ATM from what you use on your phone. Unique passwords should be used for everything. Otherwise, you'll have no one but yourself to blame when your money comes flying out of the ATM machine and into the hands of that person who watched you type your password into your phone at that coffee shop that you were sitting in right before you walked over to the ATM. Use unique passwords on everything, including your phone and including your ATM card and your home burglar alarm. That's your tech tip. And now for your moment of concise advice. We're all watching others for ideas about how to run our law firms. That's great. And observing how others do business is a smart practice. There's value in seeing what they're doing and what's working and what's not working and how they're doing what they're doing and then borrowing their best ideas. Most of us tend to look at other law firms as a model for our law firms. The other law firms are navigating the same circumstances as us, so naturally we think think of them as a source of valuable information. If they do it and it works, then it should work for us. And if they do it and it doesn't work, well, then it might not work for us. Watching the other law firms is a smart move. It makes sense to spend some energy observing what they're doing. But watching other law firms as our business model, that's limiting. Law firms tend to conform to a certain model. They stay within a range or zone of business behavior, and they rarely stray outside of it. You want to watch and seek out and steal ideas from a broad range of businesses, and law firms should only be a small portion of what you observe when you are watching other businesses. Focusing primarily on other lawyers and law firms is often counterproductive. Law firms are often slow to act. The industry moves at a snail's pace. I remember going paperless back in the mid-90s when very few law firms were paperless. But even then, lots of insurance companies and others had moved to paperless long before I did it. They had it all figured out while law firms were still thinking about it, and some are still thinking about it today, 30 years later. Law firms didn't take credit cards until long after every other kind of business took credit cards. Lawyers weren't permitted to advertise until forever after every other kind of business did it. I could go on and on listing business practices and marketing approaches and technology ideas that law firms were slow to adopt. Don't even get me started on getting rid of faxing as a technology. Law firms move slowly, and we pay too much attention to other lawyers and law firms and not enough attention to better sources of ideas and of innovation. We should spend more time watching other businesses outside of law to see what it is that they're doing, and then we ought to borrow their best approaches and adapt them to solving legal problems and 
selling legal solutions. We should also spend more time paying attention to clients and prospective clients and their needs for innovative ideas and approaches to getting their particular problems solved. That'll mean taking off your lawyer hat and putting on your innovator hat. It's a stretch, but I'm not asking you to dream up the new ideas. I'm only asking you to look at what others are doing and then apply their big new idea to your law firm. Sometimes borrowing their ideas will be uncomfortable, and you might feel silly taking their approach, but you might also find a way to do something that makes a big difference to your clients and to your business. An example, some online fashion companies have figured out how to put their clothing on your body online. You can see yourself wearing the items that they sell without having to try them on yourself. You can use virtual mirrors and other technologies, and that technology shows you an image of the clothes right on you so that you can decide whether to buy them. They're showing the buyer what it looks like to buy their solution to the buyer's problem before the buyer decides to make a purchase decision. The buyer can then make an informed decision based on how the product looks, and the buyer may even know what it feels like to own the product before they buy it because the imagery that they're seeing is so realistic. So what about you? Can you create a tool that helps your buyer understand the value of the solution that you sell? Can you help them feel what it feels like to have their problem solved in the same way that the clothing company helps us to feel like what it feels like to own that clothing? Another idea. Some product companies now create a custom version of the product that they sell, a one-off, like a custom pair of shoes designed just for you with your input online. Well, can you help your client get the custom solution that they want rather than the off-the-shelf legal solution that everyone gets? That seems like a real possibility. Can you help them to understand that they are getting a custom solution? Another thought, influencer marketing has exploded in recent years in a variety of markets. What can you do with that in your business? Who are the influencers in your space? What channels do they use to maintain their presence? Can you piggyback on those influencers? You know, I can't come up with all the ideas for you. I can't figure out exactly how they apply to your practice area or to your ideal client or to the market that you're in. But opening your eyes, looking around, being curious, paying more attention to other businesses outside of our legal industry, and then taking those ideas and applying them to your clients, that can make a big difference for your business. We're all watching others all the time. I'm simply suggesting to you that you shift your focus from watching law firms to watching other businesses instead. See what they're doing and how they're doing it and what's working and what's not. At the same time, keep a close eye on your ideal client and see how everything you're learning applies to solving their problems. Innovative thinking keeps you ahead of the competition, and instead of you watching the other law firms, you'll soon realize that the other law firms are watching you. That's your moment of concise advice.
Wrapping up from Alexandria, Egypt, thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week. Keep plugging away, moving forward, getting things done. You're on the right track. You'll get there, I promise. We're all in this together, and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management, and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to Your Law Firm. Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules all successful law firms follow.